0: Today I'm going to tell you a story about two grasshoppers. One was called kitty Katydid, did and the other was called Leaper-Locus. They were neighbors, but they did not get along very well. Do you get along well with your neighbors? Or do you argue all the time? Kitty and Leaper argued all the time. But they argued about one thing. They argued about their horns. Do you know what a grasshopper looks like? Have you ever caught a grasshopper? Can you remember their horns? Kitty-Katy-Did had long horns, longer than he was. And leaper Locust had quite short horns. Both of them felt that their horns were perfect, And the other one's horns weren't. And another thing, they both didn't like being called grasshoppers. Let's sit back and listen to the story about Kitty Katydid, and Leaper Locust and see if they can solve their argument. the two grasshoppers. Kitty-Katy-Did had a neighbor who was a good deal like him. Indeed, a careless person had to look carefully to discover much difference between them. But there was a difference. There was especially a certain way in which one could always tell them apart. One had only to take the trouble to look at their horns or feelers. For kitty katy did had horns as long or longer than he was. But his neighbor, who was known as Leaper the Locust, wore his horns quite short. Although they saw each other often, Kitty and this neighbor of his were not on the best of terms. The trouble was simply this. They couldn't agree on the question of horns. Whenever they met, they were sure to have a most unpleasant dispute before they parted. Really, Their quarrels were as bad as those that Jimmy Rabbit and Frisky Squirrel once had over the matter of tails, and many of the field folk said it was a shame that the grasshopper's trouble couldn't be settled somehow. Strange as it may seem, that remark always made Leaper the Locust terribly angry, and an enraged Kitty-Katy-Did, as did nothing else. The difficulty was that the field people, as well as Farmer Green's whole family, had fallen into the lazy habit of calling those two by the same name. They spoke of Kitty-Katy-Did as the long-horned grasshopper, while they termed his neighbor the short-horned grasshopper. It's bad enough to look somewhat like Leaper the Locust without being tagged with the name of grasshopper along with him. kitty Katydid spluttered. Honestly, I'm tempted to move away from this neighborhood. Leaper the Locust began to tell everyone he met. If the chap would only trim his horns to the proper length, I wouldn't mind it so much. But he's actually proud of them. He's always waving them over his head so people will notice them. They both declared, Kitty Katie did, and Leaper the Lotus, that they couldn't abide the name Grasshopper. And they took pains to warn people in the neighborhood that they would not answer to that name, no matter how loudly anyone might shout it at them. After that, a few of their neighbors took great delight in crying, grasshopper, grasshopper, whenever one of the two happened to be within hearing. But no matter which of them it might be, whether Leaper the Lotus, or kitty Katie did; he pretended not to hear and went right on eating. But at last something happened that made both those jumpy gentlemen change their mind. From not wanting to be called grasshoppers, they decided suddenly that they liked the name and each claimed that the other had no right to it. This odd state of affairs came about when they learned that a stranger had come into the valley bearing a message marked, For Mr. Grasshopper. That's for me, kitty Katydid did cried as soon as he heard the news. You're mistaken, Leaper the Lotus snapped, The message is clearly intended for me, and I shan't let anyone else open it. Kitty, Katie did, and Leaper the Locust quarreled so loudly that they soon drew a crowd around them. That message for Mr. Grasshopper is certainly meant for me, Kitty insisted, you know yourself how you have objected to being called by the name of Grasshopper. Why, only last night. You refused to stop when Freddy Firefly shouted it after you. And you, cried Leaper the Lotus, you paid no attention when Chirpy Cricket went up to you just as the moon rose this evening and said, How do, Mr. Grasshopper? Right in your ear. You have no right to open the message, and I promise you that I shall make more trouble for you if you don't mind your own affairs. "'Well, well, what's all this row about anyhow?' asked a strange voice. It was a newcomer in Pleasant Valley who had just spoken he elbowed his way briskly through the crowd until he reached the center of it, where Kitty and Leaper the Locust faced each other angrily. People noticed that the stranger looked as if he had traveled a long distance, and he had a mail pouch slung over his back. Furthermore, He was enough like Kitty and Leaper to be a cousin of either one of them. A person couldn't see his horns on account of the hat that he wore. When this traveler asked about the quarrel, everybody hastened to explain it to him. He listened carefully. And when he had heard the whole story, he said, "'This message, do you know where it is? "'Do you know who has it now?' "'No,' Leaper the Lotus cried, "'while Kitty-Katy-Did echoed the word. "'Ah, I thought not,' said the stranger. "'I thought not, because I have it in this mailbag.' And now I must confess that I am puzzled myself, for I don't know which one it's intended for. And he pulled off his hat and began fanning himself with it. It was perfectly plain to everyone that he was sadly perplexed. Then Leaper the Lotus gave a great shout. You're a shorthorn, he exclaimed. It can't be that you would have a message for a person with horns like his. He pointed a scornful finger at poor Kitty Katydid. did. One glance at the stranger's head, now that he had removed his hat, told everybody that Leaper the locust, was not mistaken. The stranger's horns were short. There was no denying that fact. I believe you must be the Mr. Grasshopper I'm looking for, said the stranger. Then he put his hand inside his mail pouch and pulled out a letter. Leaper the Lotus made a sudden jump for the message, but he was so eager that he sprang too far. He sailed far over the stranger's head and landed some distance away. Huh? He doesn't want it," said the stranger. "It must be for you." And he shoved the message into Kitty Katydid's willing hands. Almost immediately, Leaper the Lotus jumped back again. But of course, he was too late. Leaper the Lotus was a rude fellow. He actually tried to snatch the message out of Kitty Katydid’s hands. But the stranger promptly bowled him over, and told him to be off. Leaper did not dare disobey, so he hurried away. But after a few moments, he came sailing back again and hung on the outskirts of the crowd to see what was going on. He soon discovered that there was some difficulty Kitty Katydid did had torn open the message, and now he turned it over and over, wondering what it said. For to tell the truth, he couldn't read a single word. "'Ah,' the stranger remarked presently, "'I see what your trouble is. You haven't your spectacles on.' He was a polite person, that stranger. He knew better than to suggest that a person didn't know his letters. "'Let me help you,' he continued. And taking the message from Kitty-Katy-Did, he held it upside down and began reciting in a sing-song voice. "'Dear Mr. Grasshopper in Pleasant Valley,' Though you do not know me, I am a distant cousin of yours, and I am now on my way to your neighborhood with my family. Not being acquainted in your part of the country, I am sending you this message with the hope that you will be ready to welcome us when we arrive. Please see that there's a plenty to eat. That's odd, Kitty Katydid did exclaimed after the stranger had finished. Won't you please read that once more? I want to be sure that I understand it. Thereupon, the travel-worn messenger repeated the contents of the letter. And this time, he held it with the back towards him so that he couldn't see the writing at all. Like Kitty-Katy-Did, he did not know how to read a word. But luckily, he had learned the message by heart before starting on his journey. What's my cousin's name? Kitty-Katy-Did asked him abruptly. Hasn't he signed the message? I'm afraid he forgot to do that, the stranger muttered. No doubt he wants to surprise you, he added as he handed the letter back to Kitty. Hmm. This cousin of mine, is he a longhorn or a shorthorn? Kitty Katie did inquired. At that question, the stranger shifted uneasily from one foot to another. And since he had six feet, he looked for a moment as if he were engaged in a strange sort of dance. I should say, he said at last, I should say his horns were about medium. Kitty, Katie did, stared at the fellow very hard. I believe you know more than you are willing to tell. He suddenly cried, and then he quickly shoved the letter inside the stranger's mail pouch. That's not for me after all, he declared, unless I am greatly mistaken. The person that sent this letter is a shorthorn, the same as you, and I want nothing to do with him. Where's the other fellow that was wanting this message? The stranger asked. And spying Leaper the Locust on the edge of the crowd, he sprang upon him, collared him, and explained that there had been a mistake. The message is for you, he announced. "But I don't want it now, Leaper the Lotus shouted. I've heard it twice already, and I don't like it in the least. Kitty-Katy-Did looked on happily, while Leaper the Locust struggled to free himself from the clutches of the messenger. But Leaper was no match for the stranger, and in the end he had to accept the message as his own. Now, said the stranger, your cousin and his family will reach here by tomorrow at the latest, so you better be making arrangements to welcome him. Remember? Have plenty of food ready. I'll warn you now that if your cousin's family have to go hungry, they'll be plenty angry with you. I don't believe I need to worry, Leaper the Lotus remarked carelessly. If they don't like what I have, they can go without for all I care. Though the stranger said nothing in reply to that, he glared at Leaper in a threatening fashion, which haunted him all the rest of the night. I wish I had heard nothing of this horrid message, he exclaimed at last. I wish I had never laid claim to it. It's going to cause me trouble, I know. The more he worried over the visit of his unknown cousin, the more Leaper the Lotus wished he were safely rid of the whole affair. "'I know what I will do,' he cried at last. "'I will disguise myself. "'I'll make my horns so long "'that people will think I'm somebody else.' "'So he set to work, "'and biting off some slender grasses, "'he bound them to his stubby horns with threads.' "'from a spider's web, "'which he found in the pasture. "'Then he looked at himself in the pool. "'I'm a longhorn now!' he exclaimed, "'and he was greatly pleased at the sight of himself. "'He who had once scoffed at Kitty-Katydid's horns "'and advised him to have them trimmed. "'Meanwhile,' the strange messenger had disappeared. It was said that he had gone to meet the other travelers and guide them to their cousin, Leaper the Locust. And there was great excitement throughout Pleasant Valley. A good many of the field people stopped at Farmer Green's dooryard and told Kitty Katie did that they thought he had made a mistake. "'You might have had the honor of receiving the guests,' they said. "'No, thank you,' he replied to all such remarks. "'I'm willing enough to let Leaper the Locust do the honors, "'and unless I'm much mistaken, "'he's trembling in his shoes this very moment.' Then the field people would shake their heads and say that they didn't understand. Wasn't everybody glad to have company once in a while? And wouldn't it be a pleasure to talk with strangers who came from some far-off place, and ask them how the crops were where they lived, and what the weather was like? But Kitty Katy did only said mysteriously, "Wait a bit." And if you want strangers to talk to, there'll soon be plenty of them in this neighborhood, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Kitty's neighbors couldn't imagine what he meant. They made a good many guesses, but there was always somebody to point out some flaw and upset every guess. So at last everybody stopped guessing and admitted that he had no idea as to what kitty kitty did had in mind it was just another one of his secrets and people might as well wait patiently to see what happened even solomon owl agreed to that time will tell he said with a wise nod of his head In at least one respect, the short-horned messenger had told the truth. Before 24 hours had gone by, the fellow returned to Farmer Green's dooryard. And with him came a great, fat person who belonged without question to the locust family. Nobody could call his horns long, nor could anyone call them medium. They were short, and no one in his right mind would deny it. Where's that fellow you call Leaper? The messenger asked Chirpy Cricket. Here's his cousin, and the rest of the family will be dropping down here in just a few minutes. Chirpy Cricket replied, that he hadn't seen Leaper the Locust since the night before. Hmm, that's strange, the messenger remarked, turning to his fat companion. He was to be here to welcome you. Ah, I see him now. He's right here in this tree, exclaimed the fat one, and he half jumped, half flew, into Kitty-Katy-Did's favorite tree. "'You're wrong,' said Kitty-Katy-Did. "'I'm a longhorn, and you can't claim to be a cousin of mine.' "'My mistake, my mistake,' said the fat gentleman hastily, and he left even more suddenly than he had come. "'I hope your friend Leaper hasn't given us the slip,' he remarked to the messenger as he joined him again. Never fear. If he fails us, we'll find him and punish him as he deserves, said the messenger with a horrible frown. And kitty katy looking down from his treetop, was gladder than ever that he had escaped this terrible trouble that had come to Leaper the Locust. Soon, a patter-patter-patter made itself heard among the leaves. My goodness, can that be rain? Freddy Firefly exclaimed, The moon is shining and I don't see a cloud in the sky. Even as he spoke, the strange sound grew louder. Can it be hailing? Freddy asked. Kitty-Katy did anxiously. Oh, no, Kitty told him. What you hear is nothing but Leaper the Locust cousin's family. They're just beginning to arrive. Freddy Firefly could scarcely believe his own ears. Why, there must be dozens of them, he cried. More than that kitty Katydid did replied, "'Hundreds, then?' "'Still more,' kitty Katydid did said. "'Well, thousands, then,' cried Freddy Firefly. "'You don't mean to say there are more of them than that?' "'There are tens of thousands and Katydid thousands,' "'Kitty-Katy-Did declared seriously.' They will eat everything they can be find, and we shall be lucky if they leave enough for the rest of us to live on after they pass on. "How did you learn all this?" Freddie Firefly wanted to know. "That's another of my secrets," said Kitty Katydid. So Freddie Firefly went off to hunt for Leaper the Locust. He knew now why Leaper had struggled to escape from that mysterious messenger with the curious message. And Freddy intended to ask Leaper a good many questions about his cousins. But he couldn't find Leaper anywhere. He searched for him high and low and far and wide. But nobody knew where Leaper was. There are lots of Shorthorns everywhere tonight, Benjamin Bat told him. I claim any one of them is just as good as another. And Benjamin grinned horribly. Freddie Firefly shuddered. It seemed to him that he had never passed such a dreadful night before. But Benjamin Bat, was having the time of his life. He said he hoped the Shorthorns would like Pleasant Valley so well that they would decide to stay right there for the rest of their days. But strange to say, Benjamin made things as unpleasant as possible for the newcomers. He ate as many of them as he could, remarking that from such a horde... "'a few would scarcely be missed.'